I'm sorry, I'm late. Uh, that's all right. I'm writing my friend Dave. Let me tell him that I think that Nintendo is for peas. That's not true. Man, the family-friendly games, like they have rules. That was that was why with Maniac Mansion, putting the hamster in the microwave, they snuck that past Nintendo. Oh. Nintendo made them change so much in that game. No, can't have this. No, can't have that. There were things where Nurse Edna was really, really raunchy. Really? Yeah, and she would throw out a lot of sexual innuendos. Mm. And uh, they had to change a lot of that for the game. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. For, for the Nintendo port. The Nintendo standard is we don't have such things in a video game. Yeah, but it's not like... What what other video games on other systems at the time had something that was, I don't know, violent or... I don't mean no, violence. Nintendo, Nintendo had... Uh, yeah, you're saying violence? No, I'm not... I'm not I don't know. Nintendo, I, I guess all games have some level of violence. Even in Super Mario Brothers, you're stomping on creatures and smashing them. What about Double Dragon? Yeah, you're beating. Like, in the very beginning, the guys beat up the girl. They punch her in the gut and then throw her, <laughs> throw her older, over their shoulders. And it sounded like this, like... That's probably how they did the sound effects. They just had someone... <laughs> And they just record it into a microphone. But I, Nintendo's like, adult themes not allowed. Whatever that even meant. I don't know. Now, the Wii, I, when we're talking about the Wii, then I agree. But if we're just talking about like NES and then Super Nintendo, I don't feel like those are wussy. Well, look, I liked them at the time, but I, I've kind of lost respect that they don't mm. allow certain things on the platform because they want it to remain family friendly. Something like The Sims, for example. People really got into that. I was like, oh. oh, I was really into that. I was, I really wanted to see them have sex. I wanted them in the hot tub. I wanted to get past the blur. I, I was like looking up things about how to uh, unlock see, the blur. You wanted so the like, you wanted the adult themes. Nintendo would never allow such a thing. Uh, with The Sims, though, it's like gotta eat, gotta go to the bathroom, gotta get enough sleep. And it's like this. I don't. This is not fun to me. Oh, I loved it. You know, their weird sim language. Yeah. Remember when they started screaming it before they pee their pants? Yeah. <laughs> it just got very stressful. And the guy got to go to work. Oh, you missed the bus. Oh, you got demoted. Yeah. There wasn't enough time in the day to forge those personal relationships so you could uh, have pixelated yeah, the clock sex. Yeah, go quickly, didn't it? Yeah, and then you had to invite your friends over because if you didn't socialize enough, you got sad. Okay, but you did spend a lot of time in Red Dead Redemption just like living that dude's life. I'm going to go and sleep in a hotel and have a nice bath. <laughs> yeah, because I was pretending, you know, you insert yourself into the life of the character, right? And I guess mm -hmm. The Sims mimicked real life that is my real life too much. It's like, I, can, oh. I have to deal with these things. I have to find food to feed myself and find time to go to the bathroom. You yeah. know, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption was, well, here's a time. It's a simpler life. You get on your horse. There's this wide expanse of land yet to be explored and uh, a lot of time to reflect and a slower pace. Sure. And then, you know, when you're hanging out with the gang and you did chores, like, yeah, I'll help out with the chores. I'll go out and hunt some animals to feed the gang. See, I kind of liked The Sims because it wasn't just maintaining the basics for them. It was also like they could learn. You could you could build a, a part of their house where they could learn horticulture and then they would grow really cool plants or they would learn how to play the violin and they would suck it first and then they would get better and better. And it was like, I'll I'll do that for you, character I made. You know, like she, she wants, I want her to learn the violin. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I set her on that task because I care about her. I feel like this ties into our last episode, expectations. You had expectations for your Sims character. You're going to learn the violin. You will learn it. And they don't, they are powerless. You do control everything. Look, I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I played the Sims, one of them, uh, mm -hmm. and I really enjoyed it. But at some point. I just was getting frustrated because I couldn't get the things done that I wanted to do. Yeah, that makes sense. Sims 
was after SimCity. SimCity was first. SimCity, yeah, SimCity was okay. first. And then they were like, let's talk about the people that live in that place you built, I guess. Yeah, and there were the other Sims. Sim Ant, I told you about. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, did you play the zoo one? Like where you build a zoo? Was that a sim game? Like an official? I know the ro- was the roller coaster a Sims one? I think it was. No, roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, I had that one too. I did enjoy that, but that wasn't an official Sims game. I mean, it was a simulator. Like, oh, the, this uh, balloon cart isn't doing well in this location. <laughs> I'm going to move it over there. And all the vomit you had to clean up. You had to have enough <laughs> janitors to clean up people's vomit. And if you if you if you built your roller coaster badly, then people would get sick on it and people won't like it. You get like bad reviews. You're like, oh, I got to fix up this roller coaster. Well, let's start the show. But before we start the show, let's remind everyone to rate and review us and smash that five star. Do you think Autumn's going to make it through this show without farting? Leave a comment below. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. I throw it to you, Autumn. This week, I would like to talk about pets. Okay, we'll talk about pets. Okay, let's talk about them. You really put a lot of trust in me. I could say, nah, I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. Then, um... <laughs> and then we just end the show. <laughs> now you can't go with foods. foods. I know, it's always food. Foods come up quite often, I feel, as though when yeah. we're throwing ideas around. Frozen food, sure. Frozen foods would be a good topic, but, you yeah. know, a lot of... We got to stay... We got to space out the food episodes. I so, agree. uh... With pets. Why? Why? What got you thinking about pets? Are your babies asking for a pet? Are they at that well, age where they think it'd be cool to get an animal that they won't ever take care of and force you to take care of? Yes. Uh, Pete, not so much, but Ellie, definitely. Um, and she has two cats. So she has cats. But the cats were around before she was born. So they're not so interested in her. Uh, and they really come out like once they're in bed. So the cats and the kids are pretty, they live pretty separate lives. So for Ellie, she really doesn't feel like she has pets, really. Well, when you say she has cats. Yeah. She doesn't really have cats. Even no, if the cats, really. Even if the cats were around, they weren't hiding from her or living a separate life. She still wouldn't really have cats. They're not That's her. That's true. She, does she do anything with the cats? No. She groom the cats. Well, you don't groom cats. Does she pet? Yeah, you get one of those things. Yeah, you might trim their toenails, but that's a dangerous operation that no child should do. No, you get that brush that takes off the excess fur. Oh, well, we don't have those kind of cats. Well, I I don't have cats. Okay, Ellie has cats. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So anyway, because those were around, they're not special. It wasn't something she got. What kind of animal is she pushing for? She wants a puppy. Well, she wants a puppy or a kitten. Be, and I asked her why, and she said because they're cute and they're soft and they're cuddly and you can play with them. That is her gauge on, on if something is worthwhile. It's cute. It's so, so cute. cute. Yeah. She she made, um, I got her for her birthday, a Lego kit with a Minecraft creeper and a cat, a Minecraft cat. And... She made the cat and she's very into pretending or like imagining that the cat, because, okay, it's little, right? The, the, a Lego cat is maybe like the length of your hand. So it's big for a Lego thing. It's not like tiny, like a Lego figurine. It's like you built it out of Lego. So it has some size, but it, it is also very small. It's like the size of a mouse, like a, or a rat, like a pet rat. And so she likes to imagine that the cat is a real cat, but just that size. So she says it a lot to me, like, Mom, imagine if this was a real cat this size. It would be so small. It's so cute. It would be hard because we would lose it all the time because it's so small. <laughs> you do have to be careful with small animals that are loose, that don't live in cages. I had a friend yeah. uh, in high school. His family had a chihuahua, and he got home and he threw himself on the couch and the chihuahua was under a blanket on the couch and he smashed it and killed it. No. Yeah. He killed it? 
Yeah, I mean, not on purpose. No, I know. It's but, just oh think of a God. teenager getting home. And it's like, oh, and then not, you don't just sit down when you're a teenager. You really launch yourself in the air and like land on the couch on your back. Oh, my God. Did that traumatize him? Uh, the, the way he talked about it, I look, I think at that age, it did make him feel bad. But the way he talked about it was pretty matter of factly. And I think even maybe borderline jokingly, but he probably wow. felt awful. So it's like you, you, you present that. You have to laugh so you don't cry. Yeah, you killed that creature, but wow. Yeah, so with a small cat, any small mm-hmm. animal, I think about that all the time. People get this little teacup. Oh yeah, terriers or whatever they are. Well, that was really popular. Remember when everyone was carrying around a small dog in their purse? Well, what that came from? What's her name? Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. She had that much influence. Yeah, just a dog as an accessory. Why would you? A dog that never touches the ground. I mean, you see people pushing their dogs in strollers. Yeah. All the time. Why? Either, the only acceptable reason it's is because they're old and they can't walk around. So you give them fresh air. Okay. I can get on board with that. If it's old yeah. and it can barely move and you want to take it outside. Yeah. But yeah, the one that lives constantly in a bag as an accessory, that it, that's irresponsible pet ownership. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I don't want a pet. You bring up pets. I don't, I have zero desire to have any pet. Correct. I, what I actually do want is a kitten, but I don't want it to grow up. I only want the kitten. Yeah. Three weeks. It's grown up. It's so cute when it's a kitten with its shaky little tail and it like hops around and is so weird and spazzy and funny. That's great. But then when they grow up to just be like, I'm walking down the hallway, I'm going to lay here. Well, out of the two, dogs and cats, just focusing on those to start, I would much rather a cat. Yeah. A dog is too needy. I understand you can get affection from a dog, but I don't need much affection as it is. And I certainly don't need it from a, a beast. A mongrel. To me... A mongrel who only likes me because I feed it food. Well, it probably likes you for more than that. He, I think a dog also recognizes a personality. Some dogs. Smarter dogs. Well, they they recognize tones, right? Because there's been those... People have always done this, and now people are documenting and putting on the internet as if they're the first people to ever do this. But you say something nice to a dog in a mean tone. Like, you're the... You're the cutest son of a bitch. No, you wouldn't say son of a bitch because that's mean. And that's a real thing because if it is a male dog, it yeah, is a son of a bitch. Is, yeah, but you would say, <laughs> you're the cutest creature I've ever seen. Oh my God, you melt my heart. And then it gets scared because, yeah. I mean, and, obviously. Oh, you're such a piece of shit. Aren't you the worst puppy in the world? I'm going to kill you when you're sleeping. Yes, I am. Yeah, and then people, they, they look at the camera after. The, eh, it's like, yeah. What do you think? The animal recognizes language? This isn't, yeah. you're not proving anything. We, we get it, okay? It picks up on tone. You're coming off as mean, even though you're saying something nice. Like, that is what you're expecting of the animal. It's like, look how dumb it is. It doesn't really know what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. If it knew language, uh, that would be something pretty incredible, and they'd probably have a different outlook on dogs at that point. Well, I mean, dogs can understand sounds in a word. Treat? Want treat? Want snossage? Yeah. They know that stuff. No, they do. I mean, this is one thing that I find to be interesting, is that people like crinkle different plastics. And there's the yeah. plastic that the treats are in, and there's like a plastic with chips. The dog doesn't react to some of the plastics, but the one that is the plastic that has the treats, it knows. Yeah. So yes, I I don't think that they're the dumbest things in the world. Right. I just... Uh, I feel like with dogs, there's more of a range in what you're going to get as the for the adult dog, or even as the dog is a puppy and is an adolescent and then the adult. Because with cats... There's a, I feel like the, the range is much more narrow as to what you're going to get. You pretty much know what kind of cat you're going to get. And it's the outlier of like a really interesting cat, you know? Um, and you're very lucky if you have the really interesting cat. Otherwise, they just grow up to kind of be the same, you know, across the board. And I feel like dogs is a much wider range of what you're going to get. Are you going to get the asshole dog? Are you going to get a dog that is just jumpy and that's it? 
you know, on you uh, when they're excited? Are you going to get a kind of dog that just licks, lick, 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 and you know, when they're excited and that's annoying and you liked them when they were little, but now they're just licking you constantly? Or like, are you going to get a dog that's friendly or one that's scared or one that's aggressive? I mean, aggressive. But all these things. Or nurture, but. All these things that you bring up, this is. I, I know that you can train a cat to an extent, but dogs, you can really manipulate and get them to a spot where you want them. Right. That's sure. Their true. temperament and personality comes into play, but even that, I think you can shape a bit. Um, yeah. I, I think the thing that I really don't like about dogs is the poop. I don't, if you live in a, a place where you have a yard and you open the back door, I would be much more inclined to have a dog here living in New York which it blows my mind the number of people who have dogs who take the thing out and first you have to get it used to going to the bathroom on the sidewalk by nature yeah, it doesn't they don't like that. It doesn't want to uh and then you got to pick it up well you better pick it up some people don't they just leave the majority it. of people do the majority of people do but the person who doesn't it's like who do you think you are in the suburbs i think that there are more people that don't because well, it's easier to get away with. There's more room to poop. And if it's in a yard, it's not right there yeah. on the sidewalk. If you're walking your dog and goes to the bathroom in someone else's yard, I would hope that you would pick it up, but I assume most people don't. Uh, the number of people with Great Danes in New York, which I know they're not active dogs, but just space is limited. They're huge. Yeah, take up half my apartment having that. Yeah, they're like tiny ponies. That beast in here. And the amount of food. And you want to talk about the size of the dumps. That thing. Mm-hmm. I uh it's like the I triceratops don't... sorry the triceratops poop in Jurassic Park which <laughs> makes no sense by the way because that pile is taller than the the triceratops it is yeah I I mean the triceratops is on its side but right where its butt would be like I think it's a much bigger pile it is yeah. blown out of proportion <laughs> also the velociraptors are actually much smaller in reality <laughs> and they may have had feathers whoa that's fine for effect. You make the velociraptor bigger and scarier and you make the poop pile bigger. Fine. A lot of dinosaurs were like the size of big dogs. Yeah. Most it was them. only in that one period where the, like there was more oxygen that they grew huge. Was that the only reason oxygen? Yeah. When there's and and plants and stuff, and like, that's when, um, that's when, uh, Dragonflies were huge. Everything was huge. Mushrooms were gigantic, as tall as trees. Yeah, the only things that weren't were mammals. They were small and they scurried yeah, around. Small and, they, and they hid. Oh, they're so cute. Tiny pre Would you have manic mammal? Would you have a dinosaur as a pet? Denver? <gasps> the last dinosaur? Like Was he a pet? Who? No, he was just a dinosaur who skateboarded and wore sunglasses. Who? Denver, the last dinosaur. I don't know this. You don't know this show. It was a cartoon. No. All right. I'm going to pull up the, the... You don't remember this. No. Just, how many seasons was it even on in my mind? What was it on? Uh, uh, Nickelodeon? I have no clue what it was on. I'll tell you what it was on. Denver, the last dinosaur was an American French animated series. <laughs> uh, it was syndicated through the, throughout the United States in 1988 with reruns airing until 1990. So it looked like it was on for like one season. If that, uh, I don't know. You caught it. I don't know what it aired on. It doesn't even say what it aired on. It was syndicated. So I guess whoever wanted to buy it, but, uh, let's see. If oh, I... it looks like a piece of shit. No, no. Listen to this intro. <gasps> Frank Welker. Of course he's in it. This kid's found this giant egg. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he really counted as a pet. He's playing the guitar and he skateboards. That one, that one verse there, though, from like the jungle from a long, long time ago. They show an animation of other dinosaurs mm -hmm. that look a little more like we think dinosaurs to look like. And oh, then okay. Denver, for some reason, never hatched and his egg was preserved. 
And then when he did hatch, he was much more friendly and cartoonish and, uh, you know, more like a human. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. So I see Frank Welker as part of it. You were Frank saying- Welker is everywhere. Frank Welker is everything and everyone. He's like the Billy West of VO. It was a good career. Oh, classic cartoons, the 80s theme songs, part one, Gummy Bears. Gummy bears bouncing here and right, there and everywhere. Show. It's a different show. We can just have a show where we play theme they songs. They are the gummy bears. So anyway. Okay. Spin it. Save it, Autumn. Oh, yeah. I'm going to mute you. Save it. Okay. Let's get back to your topic. Denver was not a pet. He was a friend. So. Yeah. <laughs> that was. It's been established now. What are we talking about? Was Alf a pet? Pet. Or was he a friend? Oh. No, because they had a cat. And he wanted to eat but he it. wanted to eat the cat. <laughs> Let me eat the cat. Which is a strange thing, because on his planet, they ate cats, which means cats were know. a species on his planet. And how did that happen? Uh, having pets is annoying because when you drop something on the carpet and you feel like, like a piece of food or something, and you think, I could still eat that thing, you got to really inspect it for hair, because it's probably covered in hair, no matter how much you vacuum, and that's annoying. Well, that is true for me. I shed so much hair, you would be blown away. And I drop food and I pick it up. It's like, ah, there's hair on it. But <laughs> yes, your point is taken. Uh, you know, that's another thing that really. Oh, and like people come over and they sit down and they're wearing black and then you're covered, like you're covered in that weird white short hair of a dog, like one of those wishbone dogs. It annoys me when you do try to give an animal food and it refuses it. It's like, hey, you are being picky. You are not eating this scrap of f- f- food that I don't want, this morsel? Yeah. You know, you eat the same weird pebbles every single day, <laughs> those brown, crumbly pebbles. You don't want this bread crust? How dare you? And you eat your own poop sometimes. You'll oh, vomit but to them, and eat it. Yeah, but that to them, their nose is so sensitive, right? That the poop, they go past the poop and they taste the pizza crust <laughs> oh. that their other the other dog's owner fed them previously. <laughs> They're like, mm, pizza crust, mm-hmm. mm. brown crumbly pebbles foods, mm-hmm. grass. Mm. Well, did you have any uh, pets? Yes, I. Uh, growing up. Growing up as a young, uh, it was all a uh, bird, a, a couple birds, and goldfish. I had lots of goldfish. They were all named Autumn Pritz. Because okay. I That's... don't know. I was an only child and uh, I and was full the of center yourself. of attention. In the... What? Yeah, and full of yourself. Or as you're, yeah. saying, as you're singing the Guster song. That's very fitting. What, what is it like having a bird as a pet? It's cool. Uh, I had a parakeet named Autumn Pritz. We had the goldfish, a couple goldfish that I would sneak uh, like holding it, I would, pick, <laughs> I would I would dip my hand in the water and pick it up and hold it and then put it back down. Then I get in trouble if anybody caught me doing that. So the uh, so the fish were also named Autumn Pritz. But if you needed to differentiate, would you say Autumn Pritz fish, Autumn Pritz bird? No, it didn't matter. Well, if you said Autumn Pritz is dead, and then your parents would go, ah, would it? I think they would just say the bird is dead. <laughs> okay, because the bird did die. The bird caught like a cold. What and you... died, and then um, we had a we had a dog. Uh, we had um, he was a miniature Yorkshire Terrier. His name was Fuzzhead. My dad like named his whole name Autumn's Royal Fuzzhead. Um, I loved Fuzzhead. Like grew up with Fuzzhead. It was a cute pup. I saw a picture of it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, he. Oh, and then um, much later, I had a bird a cockatiel named malcolm that i was i loved malcolm i taught him how to say stuff he he knew me he he was excited to see me um yeah i really loved malcolm and how old was malcolm oh and i had a i had a <laughs> i had one of those lizards those like little those little green ones that have the 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 thing that comes out under their neck that's red I don't know anything about lizards either. Look, there's a lot of stuff to unpack here now. Yeah. Just the parakeet in general. How long do those things live? 
if they don't get sick. A while. I know. Uh, I don't know how long parakeets live, but my cockatiel. Oh, that's was, what you had. Yeah, the Did- cockatiel was very much um, healthy, but I had, you know, I had grown up and moved out of the house, and my parents were like, "We want to get rid of this bird." So it was actually, I think, while I was interning for the regular guys, I was also working at a which was uh, a radio show in Atlanta morning show when you first got into radio and some not everyone knows i'm sorry it. you're right you're right yeah. i forgot we were not just having a conversation <laughs> cockatiel by the way 10 to 14 years so not like okay. a parrot not like a parrot where i live 78 years oh you have God. to will people, it people who have parrots and they get them later in life they are they they are signing up a life a, a second part of that parrot's life as torture because people who who are willed a parrot those parrots live out the rest of their 30 years in a cage in a garage because kids of parents who had parrots don't give a fuck about those parrots but hold on i mean parrots can live 30 years is a long time for any pet but there are some that live 80 years 95 years i don't know which ones are like the common ones that are kept as pets uh Parakeet, uh, it's anywhere depending on the kind, five to fifteen years. That makes sense. It's still a long time. I mean, it's the lifespan of a dog, the average dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, but parakeets, I mean, they're kind of boring. Well, so what's the difference? What do you get out of a cockatiel? A cockatiel can mimic you. You can teach it things. They're smarter. Is it constantly cawing? No. A cockatiel, like, um, I would go up to the cage and go, and you go. He'd 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 turn his head and bite the 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 cage. Go back to me, and he'd say, "Hello, buddy." <laughs> what about those people who teach their birds to say nasty phrases? That's cool too, yeah. right? And then they laugh and laugh. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever gets a. Uh, do people get baby birds? Like you get a kitten, you'll get a puppy, like you said. You know, they're so cute. And baby birds, I know, aren't usually cute, but I feel like by the time you get a bird, it's already grown. So he's yeah, because I think that they require a lot of stuff. They they require more from the mothers or whatever, or even if however the moms, they're raised. You even know, if like, the mom's not there, I think you have to feed the thing like constantly. Yeah, As yeah. So I think it's it's a little bit of a different process. It seems like. Uh, yeah, like normal pets, like cats and kittens, right? Like they're out in the wild. They're they don't live in a nest, or you know what I mean. They're just like out there, and they have to survive a lot faster. So I think that it's easier to get them at whatever five weeks or whatever you're supposed to get them at. Can you train the thing not to go to the bathroom on your shoulder? Say you want to carry it around. No, someone told me uh, that birds don't have that ability. They uh, just go. Uh, they can't control it. Just happens. They can't control it. I mean, that makes Who told sense. told me that? I forget. Who told me that. Who it's like a horse. Just keeps moving. It does not care. <laughs> it doesn't stop. It doesn't look embarrassed like a dog. It doesn't hide <laughs> it and bury it like a cat because the cat somewhere in its brain knows to. It's ashamed that it has to do the horse. That's not why you're assigning that to a cat. A cat's ashamed <laughs> that they're shitting. <laughs> yeah. They prefer the litter box with a cover on it. Yeah. And uh, they bury it. Yeah. It's not other reasons to like mask scent or whatever. It's uh, yeah, they're ashamed. Well, do you know why dogs come into the bathroom with you? No. Because in the wild, and other uh, dogs in the pack don't poop alone because it's dangerous. They're in a vulnerable position, so they always so one other you know pack person or maybe it's like the lower person they come in with you. They go where, wherever you're going poop so that and to protect, protect you. Yeah, hey. so that's why dogs are with you, and that yeah. makes. I I always said that if you wanted to rob a person, the best time to do it is you follow them into a public bathroom, and they're in the stall and they got the pants around the. Do it then, most vulnerable. So yeah, that makes sense. Maybe I didn't give dogs enough credit. Yeah, what's interesting too is um, the fact that dogs and pets. I'm sorry, dogs and cats are. Right, the, I, I feel like the most domesticated pet of all the options for pets. Well, yeah, I mean, you've Be- gotten to the point where people control them so much they just create breeds for fun now. Well, not just the breeding. 
as as far as like um outward appearance but also well, I'm saying it's so domesticated that they have such we have such control over these animals yeah that and it's like i'm screwed. they don't even they're not even uh you know bred to serve function anymore quite often like there are breeds right. like we just did it because we could and we made it uh, look weird and it can't breathe and it can barely swallow but isn't Those it so ugly cool? ones where their tongues stick out always yeah cross-eyed googly-eyed tongue hanging out then that cost you twelve thousand dollars people <laughs> yeah. Look what I got. I got one of those goof dogs. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it cute? It's so ugly. <laughs> well, that's something you should teach Ellie. Yeah. To uh, love the ugly thing. I, that one time that I talked to her recently, I said, you know, ugly things deserve love too. Not just cute things. So maybe there's yeah. something to be said there. It's true. Get her the $12,000 goof dog. All right. I will with its like one dead eye. So, you know, going back to the bird, though, did you ever try to carry it around on your shoulder? Oh, yeah. It would hang out with you. Did you go outside with it on your shoulder? No, 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 no. You can't go outside. Why, would it fly away? Yeah, it might fly away. You should have gotten those wings clipped. Oh, the wings are clipped. I would clip the wings. So it can just kind of fall to the ground. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I didn't go outside. I guess I was afraid. You didn't want to be one of those people that had the bird on your shoulder, but pretended you didn't know the bird was there. Oh, my God. Fuck those people. Those people don't have a cockatiel on their shoulder. They have a boa constrictor on their shoulder. Well, yeah, and that can lead us into reptiles since you had a reptile. But people with birds, well, we've already talked about people do bring their dogs out. People just like to bring their pets out, I guess, to show off. But especially the ones you don't commonly see. Maybe it just stands out more because we're used to seeing dogs. I have my turtle on a leash and I'm letting it swim in the fountain in the park. Like, oh, this? Oh, me? Oh, what am I doing? Oh, nothing much. That's just my turtle. But the turtle, the turtle's head isn't really bigger than its neck. I feel like it's all the same girth. I think that they have the leash strategically so, <laughs> placed around its shell. <laughs> yeah, but I like the idea of them putting it around its neck and it just yeah. pulls its head inside its shell and the leash keeps coming off. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, the head isn't bigger than the no. neck. I mean, certain, maybe a snapping turtle or something, but just the common oh, yeah, yeah, turtle yeah, yeah. that I'm thinking of. Yeah, they put it on a leash. It's just, there's so much look at me going on. The bow constrictor. Which those things, if it wanted to, they could kill its owner right they, they wrap there right around certain, its neck i feel like boa constrictors are in the same category or other like large reptiles are in the same category as uh uh, uh like tigers right or uh, like exotic they're an exotic pet and i think if you have it I, I don't think exotic pet should be a thing an exotic pet is something that is does not have a history of domesticity and is much more closer to its wild animal instincts than a dog or a cat. Well, you couldn't even domesticate a reptile. I don't think that that exists. In well, that I guess species. you could like if you, if you, if you choose, if you constantly are breeding two lizards or something that are, I don't know, extra friendly or like, don't mind being picked up as much as some other ones or something, then I guess you could breed that through them, right? Yeah, and I also said species. What are reptiles? A class of animals or not a species? There's many species within the reptile. Yeah, I just want uh, to, a I want phylum to or something. Yeah, I think it's a class. Genus, homogenous. I think the reptile is class. Anyway. Um, yeah, so you had a, this little lizard, though. Yeah, I think that my... Something I feel like there's something about my class had one or something, and then I liked it, and so I got one. Where did you get it? It was real stupid. Pet smart, I don't remember <clears throat> probably Walmart. I got a hamster oh. from Walmart once. I forgot that they used to sell pets. Yeah, the hamster I got from Walmart died the next day, really, or two days later. It got wet. Was it tail. because you killed it? It got what? Wet tail. What's wet tail? It's something that's only affects hamsters and it's brought on by stress. And sometimes <gasps> you take it away from its mom too soon or just by changing its location. So it wasn't like Walmart had this sick hamster just maybe moving it. Yeah. Or maybe they abused it and it was already stressed. Who knows? <laughs> but I was yeah. like, that was my first pet. I got this hamster 
I named it Swirl because I suck at naming things, but it was uh, brown and white, and I thought of an ice cream, soft serve ice cream machine. That's cute. <laughs> I guess. I remember. I mean, that, that idea is cute. The name's kind of Swirl. It's kind of like, yeah. yeah, I know. An adult neighbor made fun of me. He's like, oh, I hear you got a, a hamster swirl. It's like, hey, I'm a kid. Yeah, what <laughs> even, an asshole. Even at that age, I'm like, hey, I'm a kid. What are you doing? He's like, got it on you, buddy. <laughs> You're an idiot. But it, yeah, it got sick, and I knew something was not right with it. And then uh, there was a vet who lived in the neighborhood, and my mom called the vet at night, and he came over, and I don't know. He just, I don't know what he did for it. Probably nothing you can do. And the next morning, he was dead. Oh. That's so sad. You didn't get another one? I did get another one. I named that oh. one uh, Furball because it was a teddy bear hamster and it was very furry and it was gray. That's cute. And uh, that one lived its full life, like three something years. But still, it's not a long time and it died in my hands. How did it die? It just died. It just drifted off. What? I, I mean, that's its life. How did you know it was going to die? I don't know if I did know it was going to die. I mean, I guess you... You were just holding it, and then you thought it was alive, and then the next minute it was dead? I mean, I think you know, like it's slowing down. Something probably doesn't seem right with it. So you're like, I'll hold you. Yeah. And then were I you got, sad? Yeah, I was sad. That really bummed me out. And then I got another hamster, and I just named that one Hamster. I love that. Because I didn't know what... I, I am terrible at naming. No, Hamster's a great name. <laughs> and then this one, this one escaped out of its mm-hmm. cage... Because the cage had a hole in the bottom where, because, you know, they, you get all those tubes for hamsters. So you can get one cage, but you could really just add on six other cages and connect them with tubes. And uh, I left that part, like, dangling over the edge. It was on the side of the cage. Oh. And it just pulled up the plug, and it got out. Wow. I never sort of NIM. Never NIM found style. it until months later. Uh, turn on, like, I saw its fur blowing out from a vent. So it obviously got into the ducks and died. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's fur blood. That's so sad. And then I got another hamster. <laughs> and I just called this one uh, two, like hamster two, but it's called uh-huh. it two. This one. T-O-O. <laughs> this one hated being caged up. It uh-huh. just, it, the whole, its whole life, it wanted to escape. It had this will to get out of that cage. And at some point, that one did also get out of the cage. I don't remember how. And weeks went by and no sign of it. And it's like, well, okay, fine. And I got another hamster. <gasps> this one was a little dwarf hamster. Uh-huh. Uh, the other one, by the way, was very aggressive, the one that wanted to escape. So sure. then I got this a dwarf hamster. And then we found the one that escaped probably another couple weeks later in a bucket in the garage like it was still living. Like this <gasps> one had such a will. It was surviving on its own. And it just got stuck in this bucket. It was still alive. Yeah. But it couldn't get out of the bucket. You know, it doesn't have a tail. It can't jump. Right. I'm not saying that mice use them. Do the mice use their tails to help them jump? Or is that just balancing? I think it's just balance, but. But they can jump pretty high. And They're not. It, yeah. They have bigger bodies, bigger muscles, probably bigger feet, stuff like that. Yeah. I, mice can jump pretty high. Yeah. Uh, but hamsters, I don't think, can jump. <laughs> anyway. So this thing was so aggressive, it had to be put in a different cage, which we just used an aquarium at that point that we had uh-huh. from my previous pet terrarium? fish. Terrarium? No, it was an aquarium. What's the difference? Uh, if it doesn't have water in it, okay. then it's a terrarium. So you're right. Technically, at that point, it wasn't an aquarium anymore. It was previously used as an aquarium. <laughs> we put it in an aquarium, and weirdly, it died. <laughs> it I don't still, know what happened. <laughs> it still lived. Um, and then that one lived out its life, and then the little dwarf hamster was so, because they're nocturnal. Yeah. And then that one was like really noisy for some reason. And I didn't even give that one a name. I just gave up on naming things. And I put it in this interior bathroom because I was like, they're nocturnal. They they like the dark. No sunlight, no window. And it just lived in there for like a year and a half. And it probably was miserable. It was always in the dark. Could you imagine that life? It was a terrible pet owner. You never played with it? I would play with it, but I would, by that point I was older and I don't even know why I still was getting a hamster. Yeah. And cleaning the cages was always, I mean, those animals are interesting because they do pick one corner. That's their bathroom corner. Yeah. And uh, so there's something going on. But it is their it head, is a weird brain. option for a pet because they're nocturnal. So really they just like bug you at night. They run in that wheel, that squeaky wheel all night. Yeah. 
Like, ugh. And I also don't, I mean, maybe they like living alone. Maybe they don't care. But they, whenever you see them living together, they all curl up in a ball when they sleep. Oh, that's cute. I know sometimes we've gone to PetSmart as just like the zoo, <laughs> you know, just to like look at animals up close like that. But have, has anyone ever seen a hamster in the wild? Where do we see lots of animals in the wild? Why? Where do hamsters live? That's a, I, you know, I thought about that. I think when I was a kid and I never followed up on research. Where do hamsters live? In the wild. Yeah, why don't we see them? I mean, there's many different types. Just uh, any type. <laughs> Just any type at all. The first hamsters were discovered in Syria, although they also live in Greece, Romania, Belgium, and northern China. So there you go. That's why they're not from North America. Oh, okay. So maybe if you're over in you know, Romania, they're just running around in the fields like you see a chipmunk here. Yeah, maybe they're annoying. They're like messing up your garden and stuff. Well, it's like ferrets. You know, ferrets in New York City are outlawed. Yeah. Because they're... Well, aren't they outlawed most everywhere now? Maybe it is everywhere now, but they've been outlawed for a while since 99. Yeah, remember when hamsters were the thing? Well, I was talking about ferret. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say ferret. I said hamsters. Oh, yeah. No, they were certainly a thing. But I guess, yeah. you know, most rodents can squeeze through small holes and contort their skeletons. And, but ferrets are apparently especially good at it. Yes. And there they was can this. through anything the size of their, like, nostril. Like, their little beaks or whatever those <laughs> tiny face points. And there was this idea. Well, one, I guess they can carry rabies. Most animals can carry rabies, but most die before they can spread it. Oh, okay. Like, a raccoon can spread rabies. It doesn't kill it. Like if a squirrel gets rabies, it's going to die before it has a chance to infect anything. Oh, really? Yeah. But that's why raccoons, they can live with it or dogs can live with it and bite you and infect you. And a ferret, I think, is another thing. So there was this thing, this idea that ferrets would escape because they can contort their bodies so much. And then they would would all escape and start a colony. And (laughs) yeah, there'd be colonies that would wreck some of the ecosystem here. What compete with the rats? Okay. And, uh, but also spread rabies, so they outlaw yeah. them. But that's another animal people put on their leash and take out on the street. Yeah, I remember my cousin had two ferrets. I thought they were cool. They stunk. Mm-hmm. They were so stinky. They're they're like musky animals. Yeah, musky. <laughs> but again, I don't really... It's really just... Uh, a ferret really is just like a grown-up version of a hamster. Like as an adult, you're not going to get a hamster, but maybe you'll get a ferret. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I think they're all sleep in a bundle if they're all together. They also cost more, so maybe it's more of a status thing. Yeah, all right, especially in the '90s, it was like a fad. Um, yeah, with your. But, and I also don't understand the point of fish. The only place where I feel like having fish is like makes sense is in a doctor's uh, uh, waiting room, like in a Kaiser Permanente, a big fish tank in the middle of the, you know, kids, pediat- whatever waiting room, <laughs> or obviously in a, an aquarium or, you know, stupid museum thing, or I don't know, something. I, I don't understand fish in your home. I think it can be peaceful. You can lower stress watching the, Subtle. Oh, so you're just going to cage, you're going to put these fish in this stupid, tiny version of their environment with garbage plastic plants or even real plants around. It doesn't even matter. Even if you have little, if you have real plants in there, it's not <laughs> big enough. I did. I did. Uh, when I lived in Cabbage Town, so I had bought the house in Cabbage Town. So I'm an yeah. adult at this point or supposed to be, but I'm, I don't feel like I really became an yeah. adult until... You know, maybe two years ago, uh, I bought a fish bowl with uh-huh. some goldfish, like the bulgy eye goldfish. Oh, yeah. One of them was with, black. Yeah. Is that, is that the kind with the big cheeks, those bubbly cheeks? Yeah. And okay. I put I put a real plant in there and that thing just grew and grew and it kind of took up all the space. And in my mind, I was like, they love that. And I think they ended up like just getting crowded out. <laughs> like no Did room. they die? Yeah. It probably took up all the oxygen in the water. No, it will put oxygen in the water. Oh, that's That's right. why I also thought it would be a good thing. I mean, it would take up so much space that there wasn't enough or something. <laughs> I don't, just was stupid. I was like, okay, I can't even handle fish at this age. 
<laughs> but when I was a, when I was younger, we had a fish tank, a real aquarium, which later mm-hmm. got used as the hamster cage, and uh, we would buy <sighs> fish. I loved the little catfish. You could buy the oh little, yeah, the little catfish, and then you would buy. Those. I always liked those ones with like the little like uh, iridescent line on them. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the sucker fish. You always get one of those to eat the algae on the the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went to the creek and I caught a crawdad and I threw it in there thinking, I don't know, that it wanted to live in there. Okay. And it uh, killed the sucker fish because it doesn't move that much. <laughs> it killed it? Yeah. Oh, because he's from the streets. Yeah. And the sucker fish is <laughs> moving around and just sitting yeah. on the side and clawed it and killed it. Oh, did you see it happen? You just saw it later. You saw I the saw it later. And then I hated crawdads from that point on. And then I would find them in the creek and rescue the salamanders from the crawdads. <gasps> I've uh, never seen a salamander in real life. Oh, yeah. There were a bunch of little ones. And that was another thing I killed. I caught some. And I think they'll want to live. And I had a smaller aquarium from when I was a kid. I guess it's a smaller one. Uh, but I was like, it'll want to live in there. And I just threw it in there with like no rocks that went above the oh, water. I just, yeah. Oh, I don't know. And it died. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> So see, see why I don't want pets. I'm not oh, good at taking care of things. Yeah, you're not good at pets. No, <laughs> I stink at pets. And also, but don't you want companionship? Like an aquarium, I feel like you can watch and get some kind of peace out of it. Ugh, I, but that's why people annoys me. That's why people like dogs and cats, and so you can get attention from a cat. Like you had this. What'd you do with the lizard when you had the lizard? Yeah, I was annoyed. It was just mad at me mostly. Was it even mad? I don't even know if it. It just doesn't. It's indifferent. I was just like, what do you want? This is dumb. What would you feel? And I, and I looked at him saying like, what do you want? This is dumb. And so we just let him loose underneath our porch. <laughs> I think it's illegal to turn any animal loose like that. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, he was a, he wasn't like a. No, I know. I something did, wild. I feel like that's a common law though. It's like, don't turn your, it's just. Well, it's also a law that you're not supposed to bury your pets in your backyard. Yeah. I knew someone but, once whose their dog died, and then they put it in a, a bin, like one of those Tupperware bins. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That thing's not. That's maybe not completely airtight, but it's pretty airtight. So the thing's never going to decompose." No, of course it will decompose. But those Tupperware bins, and you seal the top. That's not that's the way why, to th- do no, it. No, no, that's fine because there are gases. There are like things inside your inside of a dead being that immediately are, are continuing to like do their thing okay, and emitting let me, gases let me ask and then you this. they explode. Would you, so a dog dies, it gets buried in the backyard. It's there for four years. Someone wrapped it in a blanket and just put it in the, in the ground. Yeah. Or someone put it in the Tupperware. Which one would you want to go see? If you had to like, come across one, would you want to open that Tupperware container after it sat there? No, it you? would be a soup. Yeah. <laughs> like, It'd be dog stew. It's like, what dog are you doing? Soup. So yeah, so you're right. It will decompose, and it's like that's what I mean. It's like it's still there, in a <laughs> sense. It's like, oh, what? listen. What are we doing with our dead bodies with a humans? It's also dumb. Well, and there's this idea you have to honor them. Yeah, honor them by returning them back. You know, dust to dust. Every every funeral that you go to with a casket and the embalming fluids and the all the garbage they poke in you and like putting weird things in your mouth and your eyelids. So they'll stay closed. And then they're like, you know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, except not really ashes to I'll, I'll burn you into glass. <laughs> well, I think a lot, of, a lot of that though is uh, it's something that was sold to people. Yeah. Like I know there was an idea of preserving bodies to go to the Egyptians, right? like, mummify yeah. it and preserve yeah, but they were body. doing that so that they'd have a body in the afterlife yeah yeah but i'm saying so there's but a precedent for that and then at some point it's marketed and people are like yes that's what and they just you you really care about the person who died you really love that person then you yeah. better get them the best casket and you better and people buy into that like okay yeah we'll do it the egyptians had cats as pets <laughs> <laughs> yeah they did they loved their cats huh you did See, I was bringing it back. No, that's good. I'm glad you brought it back. Um, I mean, it was making me laugh where we got to. Well, that was still (laughs) that wasn't too far off topic. It was uh, when we're talking about the dog. That's then the thing with pets is 
you know, most of them, the ones that you can really form a bond with. And I'm not saying that people don't form a bond with a, a parrot that lives 70 years. I'm sure somebody does, but I feel as though it's not the same as people get really close to their dogs and their cats. And those things don't live that long. Sorry, I just, when you said 70 years, a parrot is like a tattoo. It's longer because a tattoo goes it's with It's longer. You. It's like, say, you better be fucking 10 years old. When you buy that parrot. No, I think if you don't like your, your family. it is your lifelong companion. You don't like your family and you get a parrot when you're 65 and they know someone's going to get willed that parrot. And it then they're reading the will. They're, it should be illegal. They're reading over, the will. Yeah. And when your name comes up and you don't get the parrot, you're like, oh, thank God. And whoever gets the parrot. Yeah, yeah. it's not it's not an honor. It's a punishment. No, it should be. No, no, no parrot should. It should be against the law. A, to purchase a parrot past the age of 40-something, like as the, the person purchasing it. And it should be illegal to will it to any and other entity except a, like, parrot rescue whatever. Like, um, uh, uh, what is that lady? Oh, what is that lady, the Hollywood madam? I don't know. That, these, I don't know people who want attention. I purposely don't remember. No, no, no. Them. that was from the '90s. That, uh, like Charlie Sheen and, you know, uh, oh fuck, people are yelling. Look it up quickly. It's um. We'll time you. Mm -hmm. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Eddie Fleiss. Oh, okay. Eddie Fleiss. You know. <laughs> I would have never, she, never. Like even, really? No. Even if you said that, like oh. Okay, well, anyway, she, you know, she's a nut, obviously. Like, she, she went cuckoo crazy, but she runs this, like, parrot rescue thing in the desert. And it's insanity. She still does interviews, but her interviews, she's, like, screaming into the phone or whatever she's talking into. And these parrots are screaming behind her. She's like, yeah, wait, blah, 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 blah. She's screaming, ah, what? Because parrots are so loud and horrible. She's got, like, 50 parrots. Well, she's taking care of them. She does. And her big thing is like, it is this activism against parrots, you know, living out their lives in people's garages. Because that's what they do. It's like the hamster in the bathroom. Hamster except, in the bathroom. Or in your vent. <laughs> just goes on longer, though, in the garage. Furball, no. Yeah, I think ultimately, I don't know, people, well, my point before is animals dying. And that's one of the reasons I also wouldn't like a pet. I just feel like it, you do become attached. And why would I, you know, I already have an aversion to death and not wanting to deal with it. Yeah. That's not my aversion at all to pets. I feel like I would rather have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Well, it's, it's one of my aversions, picking up the poop. I also just don't want to take care of something. I don't need something to depend on me that much. Yeah. I mean, even the fish, when we were talking about that, I was thinking about their stupid filter and it gets all like green and like grows weird grass out of it. It's you know, algae. like that weird algae. Yes. Um, and I think though that's the appeal to pets, though, right, is that ultimately people do like taking care of things. They like that. I'm not saying it's a power trip in the sense like, ha ha, I have all the power. But for the most part, an animal is dependent on you. Obviously, yeah. different levels and, and survivability on its own. But without you, most likely the pet's not going to live. And with certain animals, you get the companionship. And, you know, like I said before, with a boa constrictor, I'm sure the people who own them feel like as though they're connected and great. If that's what they feel with their snake. Sorry, it's not a snake. A boa constrictor is a boa constrictor. It's not a snake. But, Whatever. you know, people who have snakes. Whatever. People who have... Who have uh, Snakes, it's like, if you feel bonded with it, you're not getting reciprocation of any sort. No. I don't think. With a, like a dog or a mammal. Of That's the thing. I, I wouldn't mind having a dog as a pet. But it would have to, I, I would have to have a guarantee as to what this dog is going to turn out to be. Because I don't want to deal with, like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be stuck with a dog for the next 10 years that I'm kind of annoyed by. It turns out their personality isn't exactly what I want. And that's my fault. Like I have, a, I am having, as we said in our last show about expectations, I have a 
very specific expectation that I would want out of this dog. And if this dog doesn't give it to me, I'm not going to feel inclined to pick up its poop or to take it out when it's supposed to and like care about it, which is a shitty thing. And that's why I don't have a dog. <laughs> yeah. And the only kind of dog I would ever get anyway is a cute wiener dog. Ugh. A cute little dachshund. Bread. Dachshund. Bread to chase bad. You know, mean badgers are. Badgers are horrific animals. Guess what? We don't have any badgers, so. Well, that's what it They're was. just these weird, like. I love Some em. of them have short, weird, like, um, pin hairs, you know? And some of them have long, flowing hair. Oh, it's not even fur. So weird as a long hair and a short hair version. Wow. So I know you like that. Speaking of wiry hairs, you like the terriers. You're a terrier gal. That's not wiry hair. Yeah, quite off. Terriers have wiry hair. A terrier. I I will say I you know I sucked at terriers are smart they're cute they're they're playful. Yeah, well I like uh, hound dogs. Uh, Dachshund's a hound. It's a small Ugh. dog, but it's not a toy dog. It's a I don't hound. I don't need a miniature Yorkie like we had growing up. Just like a regular size Yorkie would be cool, or even like a oh a Boston Terrier oh or a um a French bulldog like no, a blonde no, one. Okay. I would love that. They're so cute. They're so cute and fluffy and soft and cuddly. I can play with them, Ellie. I did uh, start a naming convention, though, in my family. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was telling you earlier, I sucked at naming animals. But then I just decided that we should start naming every animal after Carl Weathers' character. (gasps) The actor Carl's Weathers. So, uh, yeah, we got a dachshund, actually. And uh, we named it Chubbs. (laughs) <laughs> which was his character. I named uh-huh. it Chubbs, which was his character in uh, Happy Gilmore. Uh-huh. And then uh, my sister got a dog. And she's like, what should I name it? I was like, name it Apollo. Apollo Creed from Rocky. Yes. And then my sister just got a dog. And she's like, what should I name the dog? And I said, here's a list of Carl Weathers filmography. Go through <laughs> and, and pick something. Uh, What'd she pick? I don't really like what she, she picked. Olin. From 1978, Force 10 from Navarone, Sergeant Olin Weaver. I hate that. Olin? Yeah. Here's it's, some- like, it's like uh, you're constantly going to be correcting someone that the dog's name is not Nolan. From Predator. I would name maybe, maybe this is a good one. Colonel Al Dillon. That's from oh Predator. Oh, my God. This is, this is my dog, Colonel Al Dillon. Well, yeah. Name him Dillon, right? And then his, whole, his full name is Colonel Al- Albert. Is it Al? Just Al. Okay, Colonel Al. Colonel Al. He uh, he was in Eight Crazy Nights as a uh, GNC water bottle. So you can name him GNC water bottle. <laughs> GNC is a funny name. <laughs> Dr. Artemis Snodgrass from the Sasquatch Gang in 2006. <laughs> I can't get over GNC. You wouldn't, you would like, you like that one. I, I like my dog CVS. I like this is my uh, dog, Dr. Artemis Snodgrass. That is great. It sounds pretentious, but, you know. That's a great name, too, especially the fact that dogs like to eat grass. He was in Toy Story 4 as Combat Combat Carl. He was Combat Carl. That's a good name for a dog, too. Even just Carl. And then... Carl, uh, Carl, Carl. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. God of Basketball. This was uh, in 2011 to 13. He was a voice on the regular show. Oh, yeah. I love regular show. <laughs> and then I guess on... Uh, I forgot he was the best. Arrested Development, he was just himself. So you can just name him yeah, Carl. Yeah. Wasn't he like a security guy? No, he was like... I, I think was he, also an actor. I, I, I was thinking... He was, and he loved food. He just kept like... Yeah, he was always eating. <laughs> yeah. It was right. great. So I am proud of that. Uh, you know, any if I ever get a pet, uh-huh. it's going to follow that formula. It's going to be named Dr. after... Dr. Artemis Grassworth or whatever it's called. Yeah. And then I, to wrap it up, I was thinking about, uh, you know, we opened the show talking about, before the show officially started, about The Sims and just mm-hmm. simulating real life. And, you know, when people got, like, toy pets, like the Tamagotchi, it's like, <gasps> I'm going to take yeah. care of this thing. It's like, why? Why do you want to take care of a thing that you're really not going to get anything out of? It's low stakes, sure. Yeah, that that felt like a exercise as a kid, right? To be like, this is, like you said, low stakes, but also, I can feel proud if I actually do kind of take care of it. Yeah, it snuggles with you at night, the keychain. 
That's what I mean. Thank like you. a cat. Thank I don't you. know. And I'm also allergic to a lot of animals. I'm allergic to cats and dogs. Oh, so you need a hypoallergenic yeah. animal. And even then, you know, you touch your eye after you've pet the dog or the cat, and then your eye puffs up and it's all itchy and horrible. Um, yeah. All yeah. right. So you, you can't even, you could get a chia pet, I guess. Chia. Which, you ever get one of those? Isn't that- no, but you know how like chia seeds have become such a thing? <laughs> I was only the like <laughs> literally just the other day realizing that chia seeds in like the in the fancy section of the grocery store are the same things <laughs> from the chia pet. I was like, oh, chia seeds. <laughs> Light bulb. Yeah. What? Well, they were such different things, right? Like some stupid novelty, like basically like a pet rock TV commercial thing. Versus like this, those weird fuzzy seeds in a kombucha <laughs> or like in some fancy, <laughs> you know, whole food something. You ever, you should look up pictures of chia pets when people grow them. They look, I mean, it's not surprising, I guess, but they look so sad. It looks nothing like the commercial. No, show it them. doesn't. It's, they're very difficult, I think, to grow harder than you would think. It's like spread it on, leave it alone. Yeah. And that's not, <laughs> yeah, look up uh, chia pets in real life. Yeah, IRL. Also, you mentioned Pet Rock before you get to that. Yeah. And uh, you know that guy made like $15 million in like six months? Yeah. It, was, it wasn't like people still talk about it because it was, it was just funny. He just, you know, tongue in cheek and he sold it. Right. And it only went on for like six months. Like the, the uh, majority <laughs> of them sold $15 million. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the Bob Ross one. I knew, you, I knew you would get to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah, like melting down his face. I mean, guess some some people do grow them and they're okay. Nightmare fuel, my Yoda chia pet. <laughs> some <laughs> some. I mean, obviously there are ways to do it properly, but this Bob Ross chia pet. <laughs> there's one like a gizmo from uh, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Look up uh, our failed Bob Ross Chia pet. Okay. Failed Bob Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's so sad. (laughs) That first one. It's like all over his face. The Chia seeds fell down. (laughs) Well, the way that Chia seeds grow, it's not like a tight bush. It's a long stem with a green thing at the end. Yeah. So there's no way to get that result, right? Well, even the ones that do grow properly, they still don't look like the commercial. They're like, no. they need a haircut. They don't, they don't have a haircut. That's what they need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Maybe I should get one and try to grow it. I've never tried. You could just get, listen, you could get some Play-Doh. Sculpt it into whatever you want and then let it get hard and then spread some chia seeds from the grocery store onto it. You don't need a chia pet. Eh, what do they cost though? Six bucks? Well, I have a bag of chia seeds. All right. Give me the chia seeds. Okay. Let's uh, grow a chia pet. Okay. That's that's our kind of pet. That's that's the uh, pet I'll get my affection from. That's right. You'll sit it next to you on the couch and you'll just like <laughs> pet its little leaves gently. Yeah, and then if I continue the trend of killing my pets or neglecting them so they die, it's like, all right, it was a chia pet, it's fine. Yeah, Who you can was... eat them after. Well, chia also has feelings and a soul and a spirit. Mm, connected to the earth. Mm. On the next episode of One Topic, Greg gets spiritual and says, carrots cry. <laughs> Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to One Topic. Please like and rate and review and smash that subscribe button and uh, support our sponsor, hoffandpepper.com. Use the code ONETOPIC15. And um, you can email us, ONETOPIC01 at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, so, yeah, check us out everywhere. And tell us, I don't know why you like pets. I ruined it. I was doing really good. Okay, I love you. Bye. One day you're going to get it. One day I'm going to be like, and the end. I hold out hope.
Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local pepper so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's got to be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? zero fillers, huh? additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code ONETOPIC15. Hold on. That's... Yes. Get a pen and paper. One topic 15 Good. That's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-1-5. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>